The following show is available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Anchor, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, TuneIn, and most major platforms. And now, stay tuned for Rude Oil. Hello and welcome to the first episode of Rude Oil. My name is Amr al-Hilal. The title of this podcast, of course, works on several different levels. Anyone who has ever worked or lived in Kuwait would know that. Of course, my intention isn't to rattle the cage or cause any controversy, rather to offer a fresh take on life here with all its blessings and tribulations. So who am I? Well, basically think of me as a third culture kid, someone who was born and raised outside. Several different countries in my case. And the thing about TCKs is they don't quite fit in anywhere. They have bits and pieces from all over and can look at issues both as natives and as outsiders. That take is something I want to bring to the table in dealing with local issues here for the next couple of episodes. So why a podcast and why now? Well, following a year of the pandemic with its lockdowns and curfews, and this low-intensity stress that we all feel behind the scenes. Everyone is worried about their jobs, businesses, families, vaccinations, and dealing with all sorts of variables, such as homeschooling. In our case here, locally amplified by this gridlock, this lack of transparency, increased bureaucracy, corruption, and lack of development. You know, it's funny, I haven't felt this motivated about a project in a long time. In this case, podcasting. I felt, I really felt I needed to put myself out there, speak honestly from the heart, and engage listeners. And it's been a while since I felt compelled to do anything like this. Maybe the last time was 10 to 15 years ago during the so-called golden age of blogging in Kuwait. I'm not doing this for notoriety or to hawk or market anything but simply as a concerned citizen. Which is why I went out there, got the equipment, read about podcasting, and worked on formulating a series of podcasts. Because I certainly feel that I have something to say, and I hope this platform will allow others to do so as well, whether it's on on this program or beyond. I mean, who am I targeting here? Well, anyone who feels that compulsion, that reformist fire in the belly, as well as anyone interested in Near Eastern affairs. In this case, my focus will primarily be on Kuwait, or K-Town, as we call it, on English-language Twitter. I do, however, want to be balanced. There's much to like and, and admire about Kuwait. We're like a big village, there's a sense of community, and we help our own and others inside and beyond our borders. We're a country of high potential and low expectations. People are frustrated and angry and there's a sense of disillusionment, at the very least apathy, and many are worried about the future. Some locals, especially entrepreneurs, who have been neglected and ignored by the government, are even thinking of moving their businesses to nearby Gulf states. Families are pondering going into exile altogether. This would have been unthinkable a decade ago. And honestly, I have to be completely candid because I need to talk about the issues that are plaguing us right now 
And then the next couple of episodes, we can sit down and discuss and analyze, sometimes with guest speakers, about how to deal with the situation, what we can bring to the table, because honestly, we just don't want to rant. You know what's frustrating here is we're basically the richest, poorest country in the world. We don't really see our money around us because of the weak infrastructure. And it's like we're stuck in 1985 and everybody's moving on. And everything is politicized. Um, Honestly, I'd rather not talk about politics. and I'd rather talk about culture. I'd rather talk about social issues and about art. But everything in Kuwait is politicized. You know, when a book gets banned, that's politics. When a movie gets banned, that's politics. When you have human rights issues, it's political. When some women's issues are neglected, uh, that's politics. When the environment is poor and you have sewage being dumped into the ocean, that's a political issue. So everything here is political. And all over, on Twitter, social media, all these young Kuwaitis are giving solutions and options to the government. Why don't you do this? Why don't you do that? Everything from landscaping and vegetation to solutions, social solutions, educational solutions, business solutions, IT solutions. They just don't listen. They just don't care. And we're stuck in this vicious circle. You know, we know everything is bad. They know everything is bad. We say everything is bad. But we can't do anything about it because we don't, we don't control the state treasury. We don't control the ministries and the councillors and the budget and the plans we can't hire or fire or bankroll or develop anything. We meaning the people. That's the state's job. If they need us, for example, to tell them that a tire recycling factory can make money and can protect the environment and people's health, if they need us to tell them that, then, then what kind of a country are we living in? Where's the government? And this is our problem here in Kuwait. I drive to work, I see 50 things on the road I can change. 50 things at least. But I can't change them. I can only highlight them. They can change them, but they won't. There's so much to talk about here. So many issues to deal with. But the toying with people's liberties here, in this country, and frustration with the government, Rise in political prisoners, the increasing corruption in all sectors has fueled this rage against the machine, the catalyst that has led individuals to social network sites, Twitter, Clubhouse, and so forth, to exchange information, blow steam, and highlight injustices they may have encountered or heard of, not to mention deride any statements or actions by self-deluded, ostentatious officials who have contributed little or nothing to this country's development, merely epitomizing Iago's classic line to Rodrigo in Othello, put money in thy purse. On a concluding note, I know this has been 
pretty heavy introduction, but hopefully it will give you an idea of the kinds of issues we will be dealing with in the next couple of episodes. This country has an amazingly talented, vibrant, hardworking and visionary pool of people, and I look forward to engaging them in rude oil so we can discuss their dreams, aspirations and challenges. So stay tuned every month for a new episode of Rude Oil. Thanks for tuning in. Until next time. This episode of Rude Oil has ended, but make sure you subscribe and rate the show. If you want to leave a voice note, visit www.anchor.fm forward slash rude oil.